0: You know, there's not really an advertiser out there that has never done video in general. And typically these videos will have some sort of product in them. So we've seen actually some good success with advertisers who traditionally were video first.
1: You're listening to the Meta Business Innovation and Technology Podcast. Conversations with industry leaders on new trends and products that can grow your business. Today, host Jordan Roger Smith sits down with Gamsa Yilmaz, the head of Page Social at Delivery Hero, and Christine Liu, the CTO of Business Engineering North America here at Meta. Together, they'll discuss direct response marketing on Reels and some of the recently released features for driving performance.
2: You are listening to the Meta Business Innovation and Technology Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Rogers-Smith. And if you want to learn from industry leaders about new trends and products that can grow your business, then this is the podcast for you. Today, I'm joined by Gamza Yilmaz, head of paid social at Delivery Hero, overseeing the APAC and MENA regions, as well as Christine Liu, the CTO of Business Engineering North America here at Meta. We're going to be talking about direct response marketing on Reels and some of the features that have been released recently to really help drive performance. But first, I'd love to hear a little bit from our two guests and tell us a bit about yourselves and sort of your journey into Reels. So Gamza, let's start with you. Hi,
3: I'm Gamza Yilmaz and I'm head of paid social at Delivery Hero. I have been a Teleware hero for six and a half years now and in the online marketing industry for almost 10 years and happy to be here today.
2: Awesome. Well, welcome. And Christine, tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: Hey, everyone.
0: I'm Christine Liu. I've been on the business engineering team here at Meta for about 11 years and started working on Real roughly about two years ago. As we started seeing explosive growth and we're trying to figure out how do we solve advertiser problems on Reels. So happy to be on the podcast and share more.
2: Awesome. Let's jump straight into it. And I'll start with a bit of a dumb question. It might seem dumb to be honest, because I imagine everybody has heard of Reels and what Reels is. But within Meta, we have Reels on Facebook, we have Reels on IG, you know, Reels is spoken about everywhere, but Christine, can you sort of ground us to start with on the importance of Reels and why people should be thinking of Reels if it's not part of what they do today?
0: Just very basically, Reels is our short-form video solution available both on Instagram and Facebook. It is a very immersive kind of way to experience new video content, and it is a big key part of our discovery engine today. So recently we've shared that video plays on Reels have actually exceeded 200 billion video plays per day across into our Facebook. So as a marketer, it is a key kind of placement to be on and a key format to build for just to take advantage of all of that scale and all of that kind of explosion of growth, as I mentioned.
2: And so Gamza, from your perspective, what's the Reels journey been like for Delivery Hero and yourself? Like how long have you been leveraging it and how did you get to where you are today?
3: Yes, we have been leveraging Reels from its way launch, of course has been a part of our placement selection always. Along the way, we have learned a lot. Of course, there are a lot of best practices also shared by Meta team with us and also what we have learned along the way. And we are working towards always trying to apply best practices for placements. And in this case for Reels, mainly we try to make sure that, for example, we integrate brand queues natively or make sure that uh, influencers are also included in the content, and these type of best practices we always aim to apply for Reels.
2: And so with Reels, given the placement format and given it's full sound on, or given it's full screen, it's usually sound on, those are qualities that really land a particular brand message usually really well, and what we've seen in other mediums. And so. How have you thought about it in terms of how you've used Reels? Do you differentiate what you use it for in terms of you know, your branding or your sort of performance-based advertising? Like, how have you looked at that sort of segmentation of using the product?
3: For Instagram Reels and Facebook Reels, we don't really differentiate. But overall, for Reels, we have a strategy. So we would use also or cross-use the content that we use in similar platforms as well and utilize influencers and yeah, make sure that we have a variety of content. So always, of course, it needs to be vertical content. So we would always try to make sure that we use such videos that are not too long. And for DR especially, we have several best practices that we applied.
0: If I can just add on there too, I think there's a bit of a meme in the industry about Reels as a video solution being only used for brand and kind of tying video and brand together. But as we're seeing more broadly on Reels, it is actually a a good mix of both brand and DR. Naturally, for our brand advertisers, they can use the full screen immersive video kind of aspect of it and able to um, showcase the brand and also are able to scale with the increase in consumption of Reels. But for DR, we're actually seeing some fabulous results on the DR side as well. I think what has been unlocked here is the ability to showcase the product a little bit more, since folks are viewing the video for a, li- a little bit longer period of time. And then also the addition of Reels being a more UGC forward surface with user-generated content, then you get that kind of social element as well. So folks who are showing you how the shirt fits, the texture, the feel, and then putting their weight a little bit behind that product.
2: And so just to sort of double click on that point a little bit more, like how Christine, do you think people should be approaching the, the DR versus brand question on Reels? Should it be similar to what they do on other placements? Or should it should be different to what they do in other placements? Like for someone who hasn't really tested DR on Reels as of yet, should they consider it a different thing or should just try it and go for it and see what happens? And what would you advise?
0: Absolutely. So I think there's a couple of like stepping stones to get involved into Reels on DR. So our best practice, first and foremost, is to leverage the placement, even with whatever assets that you have today. Just given the scale that we have, there's already benefit in turning it on, so to speak. We've seen some good success for advertisers who are leveraging, for example, their stories creative onto Reels, because for Reels, it is 9x16 video with audio. And typically, if you've built for stories, you've already built in that 9x16 format. So either adding audio on top of that or if there's a way to enhance maybe an image and add a little bit of motion to it to make it video. And then that I would say is the step one. And then step two is then building creatives that is designed for reels. This doesn't need to go the full creator route and finding a creator to build content for you, but it could just mean shooting the video that you would normally shoot But with a vertical 9 by 16 format, or even getting more involved, I would say the step after that is getting a little bit more into like the language of Reels. So adding a hook, adding maybe trending music, things like that. So there's a bit of a progression of how to get involved in Reels. But I think just for most folks, going the full video route probably seems very challenging and like a heavy lift. So and you also just want to emphasize that even just adding on that placement is shown to get some good game.
2: I guess, guys, I'm not going to ask you a question, but you want to just like react to what Christine said in terms of your own experience of your journey, like whether you did like go down a stepping stone or sort of your own advertising journey for when you first got started to where you are today.
3: Yes, definitely, we have also gained the learnings that Christine shared, especially and also adding humor or trending sounds definitely were a big learning for
2: us as well. As we talk about going down that progression of funnel, like one of the things that I believe we've recently just released is a new addition to Reels called product level video, which I think is for anybody that knows our products well, taking the Advantage Plus catalog suite of products and applying it to Reels, which sounds crazy when you think about it because Reels is video first. So Christine, like, help me demystify like, what actually is product level video and, and how does it actually work?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So as you said, it's based on our Advantage Plus catalog solutions. So you think of previously our Advantage Plus catalog solutions as being very image first. So this allows advertisers to upload a catalog of different products that they have. And then we will show that whether that's images or a carousel of, of images in feed stories and reels and so on. So with product level video, the enhancement here is that we've allowed advertisers to upload videos into the catalog. So for this individual shirt or vehicle or maybe destination, you can now show a more visual format. And then in your Advantage Plus catalog ad, we will show videos either by themselves or interspersed in the carousel with other videos or other images.
2: And so Ganza, I believe Delivery Hero is one of the first companies to test this and, and, you know, use it in production as it were. Can you share a little bit about the results and your experience of actually having leveraged this crazy sounding scalable video product that we have?
3: Yes, definitely. When we heard about this new alpha, I think at this stage it was an alpha. We were very excited to test this and also see how it works with the Reels Delivery, which we were suffering a bit when it comes to the DPA ads, the catalog ads. So Lukas, our team from my team and me, we collaborated also together with the Smartly team because this is our Meta marketing partner and there they helped us to produce these videos at scale because we wanted a big coverage from our catalog. So we achieved 47% of our catalog coverage. We produced at scale approximately more than 5k videos. And we did this via video template solution from Smartly. And we have seen 9% CPA improvement and 6% higher ROAS and 7% lower CPM with this solution and utilizing product level video solution. Also, one more thing that was very impressive for us is that in our business as usual, we are seeing less than 1% delivery in catalog ads and with, after applying product level videos, then we have seen 25% of our impressions coming from reels. So
0: this was a great success for us to see. The 25% of impressions coming from Reels is really a fantastic stat to share. I think it shows that when you build for the placement for that 9x16 video, then naturally the delivery will skew towards that placement. I think that's been one of the other kind of memes or myths that we've been hearing in the industry is how do I get more delivery towards Reels because we've have so much usage that organically. And so folks want to see that match on the
3: ad side.
2: And I guess Gamza, has product-level video now sort of become part of your BAU? Is it something that you've been able to continue to scale and, and leverage?
3: Yes. Actually, we have done further tests with product-level video. We wanted to also test different approaches. So as I mentioned, with APEC case, with Foodpun Ducks, we have tested it with video. So we were able to Use the video template solution, and we were getting the vendor image and as well as the vendor name from the catalog. And then I would like to share with you a view of this video, and maybe it can be played on the screen. So there we were able to cover 47% of our catalog, and we have seen really great results. And afterwards, we wanted to see more customized type of video. So we wanted to not have a video template, but rather less amount of videos for Mina, for our Telebot brand, and see if this will also help with our delivery, but in this case, we had only 5% of the catalog covered. So we did not see as much significant results as we have seen in APEC, but we definitely keep discovering further possibilities because there is a million of possibilities of implementation in this product. So we continue discovering what else can be done, can we use video templates or Also, can we at scale more videos? So we are continuing to discover, so that definitely became a part of our regular BAU.
2: And Christine, for folks who are interested in getting started with product level video, but are sort of flabbergasted by the need to go and create a whole load of video, like how do you get over that problem? Like where should they start?
0: So there's a couple of different ways. First is starting with just whatever video you have today. Typically, we found that advertisers, there's not really an advertiser out there that has never done video in general, right? And typically, these videos will have some sort of product in them. So we've seen actually some good success with advertisers who traditionally were video first, taking those videos and putting it into their catalog. So for whatever product it is, matching that to the product in the catalog. And that actually by itself has shown some interesting gains because For advertisers who are doing just the video asset in a regular maybe DR campaign, link clicks or conversions, when they added it to the catalog, they benefit from the product recommender that our Advantage Plus catalog suite has. So they saw a couple of things there, and that's super easy by just using that same video asset and then attaching it inside of a catalog. The next step, I'm all about these like step progression. So the next step after that would be likely using a partner. Like Ganza mentioned, they used Smartly. So a partner can also help with either building out uh, video credit for you or likely doing it through a template solution. And then I'd say the most advanced step after that, we've seen some advertisers who are doing this through the creator networks. So maybe they have an affiliate program or maybe they use creators in other ways. And oftentimes creators are building content by showing off their haul or maybe showing like a video walkthrough of a hotel room or just different kind of use cases. And so attaching that video then to the corresponding product and catalog. And I also just want to make a note, too, product-level video has seen some really interesting successes outside of our traditional like e-commerce and retail industry. I mentioned a couple of travel examples here and auto examples, and we're seeing that because of the kind of video format of it and the ability to deliver that on the real surface, on other surfaces, it just opens up a lot of opportunity for some of our non-traditional Advantage West catalog advertisers.
2: Yeah, and in a similar vein, Gamze, with what Christine just said, sort of what did you learn going through that process? Did you start small or did you go straight to a partner? How did you sequence your steps through that and what did you learn as you went through and what are you going to take away when you start running activity into next year and what do those learnings look like and and the improvements that you've
3: For us, yeah, there were two main learnings. One would be, if possible, have the coverage largest possible from the BAU a feed so that it can deliver as much as possible and the results are significant and delivery. Because one special thing about our catalogs at Delivery Hero is that they are location-based. So uh, a vendor can only be shown if you are in their delivery area. And because of this, we need to have as much coverage as possible. Maybe for fashion brands that would be different and uh, that would be then more possible with a smaller amount of videos to get great results, but in our case, we needed to have as much coverage as possible. So this was one big learning for us. And the second one is the availability of two different features, which was really great. And we tested both options and we want to learn more about that. One is you can choose when you are setting up the campaign after applying all the videos. You can choose either based on the preference or the conversion tendency of the user. If they are more converting towards videos, then show video. And if they are more likely to convert on images, then show the image. And the second option was no matter what, always show the video if available. So this is enforcing that the video views are more. So this was also another great feature that we really liked and we found really great. And for in our use case, it was more likely that the the user behavior option worked better. But we would like to also gather more learnings on that. So this was also a great learning for us.
2: And Christine, from someone who's actually been building and very close to the product, what learnings do you have to share? Like what have you seen be successful on top of what Gams has just said?
0: I think definitely the testing with the video first or using the video and images together. I would also say that from a size of catalog perspective. I think, Anza, you shared a really interesting kind of business use case in that the user would only see a few certain products just because of the radius. Depending on other industries, we've also seen where there's not that location element. We've also seen that the size of the catalog, even when it's a little bit smaller just to begin testing with, can still also work. I wanted to call that out because it's not necessarily that in order to start with product level video, you need to have 100% coverage. You need to make videos for all of your hundreds of thousands of products. It is still acceptable to start with maybe a subset of top performing or a specific region from a food delivery perspective or whatever it may be. And then begin testing there. Just because we know that video production is quite costly and even just initial set of products have seemed to, to work well for most advertisers.
2: So we're coming up to the time that we have available to us today. And so I want to close by a broader question, which is you're both very experienced and spent a lot of time working with Reels. Like, what are the tips and tricks you would share for people who are using Reels who may not have seen success or for people who are skeptical about using the product to start with? Like, what would be the the big things that you would want them to watch out for and take into consideration when they begin this Reels journey or they improve their Reels journey to go down Christine's steps of the funnel, as it were. And yeah, Christine, I'd love for you to start.
0: Absolutely. I think there's just an element of like getting started first and getting your feet wet into the surface. Look, we started off this episode by sharing about the 200 billion Reels plays per day. And the other stat that I'll share is that half of our time spent on Instagram and Facebook is on video. So for advertisers that are not on this surface, we're really missing out on a big opportunity. So one is really just getting started. We also have a lot of resources about how to build creative. So um, there's a creative playbook for performance that will walk through a couple of very standard template types. For those that are interested in building a more real type of look. The template types would be, for example, like a product jump where you see like a quick flashing of different images of different products that make a video, right? And so there's ways like that to get started building video per se, that are not necessarily having to shoot.
3: From my side for DR at least, we always seen that the native looking content or having the brand fuse natively really important and also the user generated content is a big class, but a variety of content also works well. For example, as I mentioned, when it comes to PLV, we have seen that even with the video template we were able to achieve success. So I think a variety of testing a variety of content always also a great strategy for Reels because you never know what will at the end resonate with the users. And yeah, for me those would be the top learnings.
2: That is all we have time for today. So thank you both for joining and sharing your expertise. And I hope you enjoyed this episode on reels and leveraging product level video to drive DR performance. You know, Big thanks to Christine, Gamza for sharing your expertise and links to any resources we mentioned today will be available in our show notes. Thank you for listening to the Business Innovation and Technology Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get notified whenever there's a new episode released and help us share these insights with others by leaving a five-star review. We hope you
1: enjoyed this episode and would like to thank today's guests, Gumsa and Christine, for sharing their time and insight with us. You can find links to any resources mentioned in today's show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And thank you for listening to the Meta Business Innovation and Technology Podcast.